Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Fort Mac. Welcome to the YMN Podcast, and I am Todsky. Um, hopefully you've heard by now, uh, we actually made a little bit of history, a little bit of YMN Podcast history uh, a couple days ago, Sunday, April 29th, 2012, we did our first live stream podcast uh, via Ustream. Uh, just a quick background, because uh, I never really gave it on the podcast, Uh Big accident on Friday uh, on the Highway 63. Major tragedy for the community, uh, and it also sparked a major, major uprising and discussion in regarding to uh, twinning in Highway 63. And uh, <clears throat> talking with a few people, a uh, few people around, a few of my friends, I realized how important it was to get the show out there uh knowing me uh and knowing anyone that knows how to podcast we usually record a show uh over a certain length of time uh i edited it and then put it uh put it on the web um the editing and the put it on the web part for me usually <laughs> takes quite a bit due to a pretty hectic personal life so i really wanted to get the show out there and uh, I really wanted to, to be heard, and I wanted to have the community involved, uh, which led me to the idea of, hey, how about we uh, live stream it? So uh, with the help of some amazing, amazing people, uh, we got it done under 24 hours. Uh, big, big, big kudos goes out to Maddie. Uh, you hear him on the show. Uh, he helped out immensely. I can't thank him enough. And he said my favorite words. Uh, literally, I had the idea of, of doing this, this show live via stream. And uh, I went to Matt and said, hey, man, is there any... How about, how about we do a live streaming podcast? And he said my absolute two favorite words that can come out of anyone's mouth. Why not? Which is absolutely awesome. So, Matt, thank you very much. You were you, you made this work. You made this all possible. And I, I appreciate it. And, and we'll, we'll be doing it again. It was an absolute blast. It was great to have the community, uh, discuss, get everyone in, in the chat room on Twitter, uh, interacting with us on the show, uh, interacting with each other and just getting around talking about, uh, of this tragedy that affected us and, uh, what we can do about it as a community. Um, so from what I'm told, uh, it broadcasted on Sunday night perfectly. Uh, we had our theme music, uh, I entered everyone, and uh, it sounded good. 
Uh, unfortunately, the recording, which you're going to hear here in a few minutes, uh, if I can get this intro uh, <laughs> uh, in in under 10 minutes, because apparently uh, I give long intros, um, but the recording, as you'll hear, uh, we kind of got cut off for the first little bit, so that's why I just want to kind of prep the show, because we come in at a, uh, we kind of come in at an odd time, um, you don't hear me introduce everyone, and uh, I just start talking about how it is a live show, and anything can happen, and and as you will hear, uh, it does. A fucking pizza guy showed up halfway through. Because, <laughs> hey, uh, you never know when you're going to be hungry. The uh, <clears throat> So, uh, yeah, it broadcasted live perfectly, but we just uh, missed up on the first little bit of the recording. Of course, we had uh, some uh, tech hiccups. Uh, I get kind of echoey throughout the show. Uh, people are low. People are high. Hey, we're all new to this, and we're all trying as we go, but uh, the information is there. Uh, it sounds great. The topics we discussed, uh, the show is raw. The show is powerful. The show is emotional. It's absolutely great. Um, so yeah, you're going to hear me kick in, uh, just after I introduce everyone. Uh, basically at the dining room table, we had, uh, Steve Reeve. We had Teresa Wells from McMurray Musings. Uh, Ashley, uh, was there as well. She was uh, on the mic, but she's kind of, she was rocking the, uh, the interactive, portions of the show she was uh, handling the the Ustream chat room as well as the twitter and the facebook so uh she, you'll see here uh, you'll hear her chime in with what was going on online which is pretty funny uh and then tito uh i'm so glad i was i was uh the show was complete uh, when tito uh came in halfway through because he got kind of tied up with a few things uh and you'll also hear maddie uh he's uh basically he was playing the producer role and he did a damn damn good job and uh you'll hear him chime in from time to time as well so we're going to jump into the recording i'm pretty sure you only missed like a couple seconds on the recording just me kind of introducing everyone and then just kind of setting up the whole uh live uh the whole live aspect and, and what we were going to do and how the night was going to go um it's a great show Hopefully everyone loves it. It was a it was a tremendous time. Just want to thank everyone, and uh, yeah, here is episode thirty nine, Highway of Heartache. That as well, but the favorite one of mine is we're going to be we are streaming to you uh, via UStream chat or UStream, and UStream has a chat. So if you go to ymanpodcast dot com, you will see the link to the post where everything is embedded in streaming, and right on the very bottom there, you'll see the UStream chat. So jump in there, our interactive expert ashley is going to be running all the twitter stuff because i (laughs) i don't want to distract myself too much because contrary to popular belief uh i am actually a horrible horrible podcaster and i don't have the ability to edit myself (laughs) now todsky is so prepared today (laughs) this is the first time i took notes this is the first time i I, uh, researched stats and uh Probably not going to use any of it. But either way, so uh, a couple quick things before we uh, kick into gear. Uh, like I said, live podcast. Uh, we're in my house, my dining room table, thus dining room table studios. Uh, you're gonna hear doors bang. You're gonna hear probably cell phones. Uh, you're probably gonna hear my son that does not want to go to bed come in at some point. This is live, folks. So anything could happen. It's also the YMN podcast, so you will hear swearing. You are going to hear dick jokes. You're going to hear fart jokes. It's uh, not professional whatsoever, so I just want to give everyone a heads up right now. Can I, uh, <laughs> can, can I weigh in on what's happening on the chat? Yes. Everyone's already. saying, wow. hurry the hell up and get into it already, because this is the longest intro ever. Yeah. So... 
And also, I think interactive expert would be good on a business card. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> no, that wasn't me. Not you, other Matt. All right, Matt so here. you probably already heard him right now. We got ourselves a producer for this show. Uh, Maddie's up in the back there running the ones and twos, so uh, you're going to see him weigh in on a few things as well. All right, so as we've been directly told, uh, Matt, just take a mental <laughs> note that we're going to disable the chat uh, next go-around. So, uh, we're going to uh, – let's get right into it, guys. So, Teresa, take us through what's been going on the last couple days. Well, I think everybody uh, in Fort McMurray and, and far beyond Fort McMurray uh, knows what happened on Highway 63 on Friday, which was a, uh, a horrific accident. Um, Six people were killed on the scene. One was, uh, three were transported out, and one died subsequently in hospital, uh, a young woman. And um, what I've learned over this past weekend is that uh, it stretches far beyond our city, far beyond our province. Yes, you did a blog post there, and you posted it Friday night. Yes, I posted it Friday night. That's 48 hours now, isn't it? 48 hours, and when I last checked the statistics, it was close to uh, 21,000 views from all across the country. Unreal. I mean, a ton of comments as well. Yeah, over over 250 comments. Comments, again, from all across the country, as well as I'm getting personal emails from all across the country. And just people just commenting about, like, uh, how this affected them or how something similar affected to them? Like Everything. Uh, a lot of the comments that I'm getting are, are people who've been personally affected uh, by accidents on the 63, but also people who have family, friends, uh, who work up in Fort McMurray, who work here. Uh, and they might live in, in uh, Nova Scotia or Newfoundland, but their family and friends are traveling this highway, and uh, they're concerned. Hmm. Well, yeah. Like, to me, i am just been pondering now... We've, like, I've been up here 20 years. We've all been up here a long time. And we've seen accidents. Like, as unfortunate as it is, we've seen many accidents on this highway for the last, let's go, last 10 years. Yep. Why the outcry now? Uh, that's what I've been trying to rack my brain. I'll just put that question out there for everybody. Like, why now? Like, what's with everything going on now? Is it, is it, like, there was just an accident with a death back in January. Yep. I don't, I don't think it's so much uh, that this is a new thing, honestly. I mean, the, in, back in 2006, there was a real ramp-up of efforts to, to twin Highway 63. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, it's been really slow going since then, and people are really frustrated with that. But Dude, that's the understatement of the fucking year. Absolutely. Like, the, the outcry has been, been from this community as far as uh, 25, 30 years back to twin that highway because the, the, the danger has not changed. It's sure. just now there's even more people, even more industry, even more large vehicles. And, and, and I think it's cumulative. I think it's cumulative. It's, it's accident after accident accident after accident and i think we also have a uh, a new global media we have blogs we have twitter we have facebook this is a way people are connecting across the country i think it's the context of the exact incident that happened on friday like we have a, a truck going southbound with six people in it minding their own business just going to edmonton for for various reasons and out of nowhere literally within seconds out of those six people, five of them are dead. Or sorry, four of them are dead. By someone attempting to pass. And there's still no like confirmation on exactly what happened, right? Like I know the RCMP been pretty tight lipped. And I've been hearing rumors about like someone like I know everyone right off the bat went, Oh, they were speeding, the idiot is speeding. I loved it when the RCMP right off the bat said speed and alcohol, not right off the bat, but after some investigation was like speed and alcohol, not a factor. Not a factor. Yeah. So right off there there goes like half the people yeah. that were already up in arms. Yeah. Right? Speed wasn't a factor. I know it was really shitty weather conditions, but I know you were talking before we started the show. Like, set us up. Like, you well, I, diagrams. I, well, Steve, I must yeah, say. It's, I just, it's not. <laughs> broke it down to like, I just mathematical I, I, I tried to, it, it's definitely not a scientific process that I used here, but just basing it on a lot of images that uh, have been posted all over the internet and uh, the fact 
facts that have been coming through, or statistics, I should say, because there seems to be some varying stories according to which news source you go to. But just sort of a cross-section of a bunch of different major media outlets have, uh, and just judging from the pictures, I've kind of drawn out what happened. I know the conditions were really bad, apparently hard to see the uh, lines on the road and uh, what was going on up here a lot of slush. It was raining, going. wasn't it? It was but raining in town. Everyone in Edmonton was tweeting or, or, and Facebooking about mm-hmm. the amount of snow. Um, and there's also, I'm getting conflicting reports as to how many vehicles the uh, northbound vehicle was trying to pass. I just assumed for the sake of it the, that there's just one vehicle. Could have been more. Uh, regardless, it looked to me like the pass began, uh, even if the conditions were really bad, um, on a single dotted line. It was yeah. an okay area to pass for the northbound driver um, until the actual accident happened because it was a flipped uh, situation. The uh, single dotted line was now in favor of the southbound traffic where the accident actually took place. Yeah. And they, uh, the RCMP have ruled out speed and alcohol as factors. They say road conditions were a factor. And um, I think ultimately we can kind of collectively rule it into it was just passing at the exact worst time. It seemed like it was uphill and at the crest of the hill is where they must have seen each other and just too bad. Yep. The conditions were too bad to be able to avoid the Do accident. Do anything about it, yeah. Because it's like you see some of these pictures and videos from the incident. Like the, both vehicles are just absolutely fucking totaled. And it's, it, right in front too, like it was yep. a complete head-on collision, right? And it was... Gruesome to even look at the uh, gruesome to look at the accident, like the aftermath of the accident. Let alone some of these pictures that was tweeting, like, Absolutely. like the one with the with the fireball yep. uh, truck. And if you notice, where you see all the fire extinguishers in the front, yep. people obviously. And kudos to I seen someone tweet it uh, uh, today that uh, enough with the arguing or with stuff. The, the normal chit chat we've been doing. Let's kind of give some credit to the heroes that was actually at absolutely the scene. absolutely. There's. Um, Reports on uh, the, that I noticed on the Mix Facebook page from people who said that they'd gotten in touch with their loved ones they knew were on the highway at that time. And one mother in particular said that she found out that her 20-something-year-old son was one of the first on the scene. I got a comment was, from her today. Uh, yeah, and yeah. was pulling um, pulling people out of the vehicles, for the most part, dead bodies, except yep. for the one girl who was um, unfortunately succumbed to her injuries later on in Edmonton Hospital. Yeah. And, like, it, it was a tragic accident. Like, it, it, the whole words horrific were spreading around. Like, you hear about all the accidents that happened on 63. Like, I was at work at the time, and, and you do know what's going on. But this just mm-hmm. spread like wildfire. Like, like to me, yeah. it was just... it was just. It's Well, when you have emergency responders saying that it was one of the worst accidents yeah, they've ever absolutely. seen, that's something. These are people who see hundreds in, of these in accidents. In something like 25, 30-year careers, yeah. some yeah. of these people are saying And they're saying this, this is the worst thing they've ever seen. Yeah, it, three helicopters. Going back to why it spread so quickly. Quickly. I've noticed that there seems to be, some, I, I wouldn't say um, anybody with a problem with how much this is spread because, of course, the message is a very good one. We need that highway twins yesterday, yeah. and we need smarter drivers on that highway. Yep. Um, but uh, there, there's some discussion of, well, what about the previous accident victims? People have lost people for years and years and years and years and years. So why is it just now that people are taking notice? And I think that Partly it has to do, like you said, with the cumulative effect and the fact that when that highway, not all accidents close that highway, but when the, when the highway's closed, word spreads fast about that. But this just happened to be a, the highway closed because of this horrific accident with yeah. an astounding number of fatalities. As well as the age of the, the, yeah, the victims. There were two children who were killed and there's, there's a, a little boy in the hospital who's lost his entire family. I, and that impacts anyone who has children it impacts you tremendously definitely the nature of the accident well and just the sole fact like just to to touch on like why why now like why why the uprising the quote-unquote uprising now 
I just think we're all really fucking sick of it. Like, Absolutely. It, this accident, like single-handedly alone, could have been prevented through 20. Absolutely. I don't think anyone can argue that point. No, no. not even the person nope. that's totally against 20 I don't for think whatever so. reason they have be. Right? And, and I think that's just the reason why everyone's putting so much focus and the emphasis is out there now, right? And I believe new media has a, a place in it as well, right? That, and it's just been promised for so long with such yep. little progress. I have a couple of stats here about just the rate of twinning since they uh, announced that they were going to be doing the 240-kilometer uh, stretch since 2006. Um, it's a rate of about six kilometers paved per year since they made that. Six kilometers, kilometers and year. 17 of those are to the north of the city. And I mean, there are a lot of accidents that ha- happen up there, but the further, longer stretch where yeah. I would I would assume the most fatigue happens is the south of the city, and that's well, our lifeline to uh, that's our how this community our connection. stays connected to the world. Essentially, sure. I yeah. mean, we're we are isolated. It's a long stretch of road, so. Um, 36, uh, sorry, 33 kilometers have been twinned since they said that, approximately. Mm-hmm. Um, 36 kilometers, they say, will be completed by next fall. That's the only timeline that Alberta Transportation has given. Um, $1 billion has been spent to date. And this is the promising statistic. 200 kilometers of uh, road have been cleared already yes. for paving. That is a huge number. That will ma- expedite the process. However, um, it's just, it's taken a long, I, uh, there was a video, I saw a CTV video. I've got to question the calculations, but at, j- if you just look at the rate of how, how much has been paved. Yeah, they were saying like something like 80, 80 years. years. It's actually not quite that much. Um, if you go at the rate of paving of six kilometers per year, at the amount of 240 promised by the uh, government of Alberta, that's 40 years to complete at that rate. <laughs> I'm going to see the guy in the newsroom now going, oh, shit, it's only 40 years. Double it, double it, 80 years. It sounds worse. Still, I, uh, no, hey, no, I, no, I, have, I CTV, am not impressed with fucking CTV right now, too, man. There's been a lot some of bullshit fucking stuff on their website. Let's, let's talk about the northbound, or sorry, the southbound vehicle and the occupants, because those are the only people that have been identified. Yes. And I want to say, um, if anybody's listening that has a close personal connection, uh, we, I think collectively, are sorry for being so graphic in our discussion about it and mentioning names. Absolutely. I, I, we want to be sensitive about Absolutely. this, but the word does need to get out there. So that having been said, there were six occupants in that southbound vehicle, and I, I have it on uh, pretty good authority, though it's not been confirmed by news sources, that they were on the way down to Edmonton for a 3D ultrasound appointment. I can, I'll speak for this for the, like, and I'll, I'll echo Steve because uh, I know uh, the one person actually, the right now the, the survivor, the adult male survivor, uh, his name is Mark Penny, and I, I've worked with him for three years uh, up at site. Uh, like I said, I, do I know him deeply personally? No, but Mark's a very personal guy. Like he, he always, you knew what was going on in his life, and the way site has been the last couple of days that I've worked, it's a very somber feeling, and and that's just everyone, his company that he worked for, us that work with him, because he actually recently, uh, well not recently, but maybe about a year ago, went on with a different contract company up there, and. Uh, it, the way Mark affected everyone's life, like everyone feels down, everyone feels sad, and that just goes to show you about how well this guy was known and how well he was liked. And like I said, I'll speak on behalf of uh, <laughs> live podcast. <laughs> the, uh, I'll, I'll speak on just behalf of those parts. I think we the downstairs guy. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, I'll speak on behalf of that. Uh, them were the fact that uh, Mark and his wife, uh, Courtney, they were uh, expecting a child. She was six months pregnant, and yes, they were en route to Edmonton for a 3D ultrasound. A lot of people have been saying that the number of fatalities is eight on account of the fact that she was pregnant. Yeah. A lot of people feel very strongly yeah. that that is an important note to be mentioned. Yeah. Um, 
So that, that accounts for two uh, of the people that were in the vehicle. Of course, like you said, Mark Pelly, still alive. Penny, yeah. Uh, Penny, um, in uh, stable condition um, down in Edmonton Hospital. His wife, Courtney, deceased now. Um, and the other people inside the vehicle was um, Newfoundland Reverend, or Pastor, um, Shannon Wheaton, yes. who was a good friend, apparently... Um, him Courtney, and Mark were good friends. They must have been good friends. Courtney actually was working with the um, youth group at the same church that uh, Shannon was a reverend at, I believe, up the Family Christian Center. Um, and um, they had two kids with them. Uh, unfortunately, their youngest died in the accident as well. And the other child, uh, that I believe he's a little bit older than a toddler. There's, I think he's four. They, I've, I've heard three. I've heard four. I've heard five. Yeah, Very young yeah. with minor injuries. He was apparently seated behind Mark in the vehicle. And his uncle, I've, I've uh, read in a couple of news reports, says flying from Newfoundland to come and take care of him. Yeah. And, like, to me, it, it hit me hard when, like, everyone heard about the accident on Friday, and, and we were talking about it, like, uh, as I was on Twitter. Everyone was just chatting about the accident, and it wasn't until Saturday morning that I actually found out who was in the accident. And the first thing I did was when I, when I got told who well, it was Mark, is I went right to his Facebook and... I can't describe the feeling. Yeah. I, I like yep. to, I like to say slap in the face, but I don't I don't think that's the right term. But like like his cover photo is him and his wife in their engagement photos. Uh, his profile pic is uh, an ultrasound picture of of the of the baby of the fetus. Absolutely. His status was uh, updated to say en route with my wife to Edmonton for a three D ultrasound. Can't wait for yep. this baby. Like you know what I mean? Like it, it was. Absolutely heart wrenching to, to yep. see like that kind of that kind of posting like that kind of just as soon as you click on that that's what you see knowing the result right it, it I don't know, he's like survived I, said, I, I can't I can't put it into what words. he's lost what he's lost he's lost his life yeah uh, you know fundamentally he's he's survived this accident but he's lost he's lost his wife he's lost his his unborn child mm. he's lost everything. what are you going back to exactly what's, what's what are you waking up to why why did I, why did I live that's one of the yeah. major things like, that I can't stop thinking about actually. Me too. Like I said, I, I cannot describe. I, I usually have a tendency of describing a lot of stuff pretty good, but I cannot describe the feeling that I got when I clicked on his name on Facebook, just to see if it yeah. was true or not. Well, even I'm sure there was even some disbelief at that point. It, it, it was, yeah, because like I even because uh, you know like I have a tendency of not believing anything I hear. I was just like, "Okay, guys, nothing's confirmed by the RCMP." I was like, "Let's call a cell." Right, his cell was on. Went right to voicemail, just like hey, it's mm-hmm. not true. And then the only way we actually got confirmation is we went to his mom's Facebook, and uh, we seen a whole lot of posts yeah. that said "deeply sorry for your loss." And right, right then and there, you're just devastating. Like, it, it is absolutely devastating. It absolutely is. And and I'm I'm really I'm I have been trying to follow as closely as I can all day today to find out the, any information being released about the occupants three. of the North Valley yeah. vehicle. Yeah, I know I've three nothing. deceased, uh, no survivors from that vehicle. However, my suspicion is that they are holding on to that information, the RCMP, until next of kin can be completely that would notified. Be my assumption. However, um, I, uh, maybe we can request uh, our high tech guru here, Ashley, if she can give a quick search. Maybe that information. I'm waiting for it to come down any minute. I'm well, speaking of information, at the same time. Uh, um, we should also check in with who's been posting on the chat yeah, and everything. I've been. <laughs> I feel like this, let's go to the weather with. Uh... <laughs> but honestly, we need to like. I know that chat, chat, chat is good, but because it's a live podcast, we've got a lot of people talking on the chat function. I don't know if you were awesome. expecting it or not. We, but I think we've we were kind of. Like, awesome, that's terrific. I've, I've had at least 
like 15 posts in the Just last interject. Few just cut us off. Yeah. We would yeah. love to hear well, what people, I mean, like, people's I, thoughts I, and questions I just, here. I said to everyone, I'm like, as soon as we get a lot of the facts out of the way, then we'll like take some questions. Just because, I mean, we want to yeah. lay down everything. Right. I want to be honest first, with you. Because I don't <laughs> really want to cut in when you guys are talking about like people who have just died, because that's rude. <laughs> so, no, good point. Uh, I, when we put the chat, when we put this together, I really didn't know what to expect, to be honest with you. So well, we're going to have to roll with it, but people want to... Yeah, what are people asking? The whole point of us doing this live is we should get into. I know people are texting it's true, me, so it's, whoever's texting me, I'm not looking at the phone. So. It is, yeah, it's... At the moment, we've got... Um, everyone seems to be reacting to whatever we're saying at the time. Okay. okay. So um, we had a lot of people talking about how the weather can affect... The mm-hmm. way people drive. Absolutely. But a of lot course. of the time it doesn't. And then... Because um, you're supposed to drive to conditions. You're supposed to drive to the conditions. Not everyone does. But you don't. Um, we were also... Apparently, what we've got here is that Phoenix sent two choppers. And Star sent one. And Star sent yes. one. Yeah. Um, but the young girl who did die actually died in a fixed-wing airplane on the way to Lac La Biche because the helicopter couldn't get her to Edmonton fast enough. Well, oh, okay. apparently that's that's what they're saying. Um, apparently, we were. And, and the point it was the chat too is just get people talking amongst themselves Absolutely. as well, right? Yeah, like, and that seems to be what they're all doing. And that's fine. We'll, we'll just add to the conversation. It's like a group conversation, except we all got mics and they got nothing. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, they would like us to have a Q and A session soon. Sure, sure. We'll announce it. And Perfect. it'll be rock, paper, scissors to who gets to go with the questions. Well, we'll do our best. I'm sure there's got to be so many people that have questions, and we'll try to get well, to them. Let's keep going. Possible, let's, let's keep plugging through the stuff that we got here. Like, where did we end off just now? Like, like with the accident being so tragic, and, and like I said, like to me, <clears> I've known people that died on that highway, but that was actually the first person. Like, I literally talked to Mark. Yep. Less than 24 hours before he left. For, uh, uh, hold on. Mm, Tito said he might be on his way. Up. Tito City might be on its way. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I, I don't know anyone who's died on that highway, and it still had a huge impact on me. Um, I don't know anybody personally, but I've had, I've been in an accident as a child on that highway. No fatalities, but very traumatic experience. And I've oh, seen a lot of near misses, and I've had a lot of close calls every, myself. Every single time I travel that highway when it's daylight hours, I've seen a lot of people attempting passes that I would never in a million years attempt because it's just you got to be able to see uh, for me maybe I'm a little bit of a granny but you just got to be able to see like to the horizon of clear road before I feel safe to pass on that highway in particular yeah so sorry our chat just blew up with suggestions so (laughs) no suggestions as to what we should do to make highway 63 a safer place yeah absolutely so we've got I'm I'm trying, but the scrolly thing keeps scrolling up and down because people are commenting so fast. Slow down. <laughs> Hang on. I'm trying to read it. Okay, so we've got... Ashley, um, click and uh, hold the scroll bar. Click and hold the scroll bar. And that'll pause it. Yeah, okay. Ashley, uh, okay, go ahead. So we got... I'm sorry if I say your last name wrong because I know you so well, but Matt Ewens, we've got... You talking about how we could we should install cameras at either end of sixty three cameras take the picture of the license plate at one end and then take again at the other do the math dividing the timestamp by speed limit and then send out speeding tickets which doesn't work if you're stopping at grasslands no which I usually but do. like it is a cool idea for sure um, it's an it's a idea it's a good like, it is you know, an idea any idea right now at this point is yeah. a discussion well, I think going. any idea increase is game. patrols which is one yes. of the Biggest discussion points yes. on um, the Twin 63 hashtag at the moment is that there aren't enough patrols, obviously, 
because, I mean, I don't know how many trips I've taken up and down 63 and not seen a single no. officer. Yep, I agree. It's weird, though, because, like, it, it, it was, like, textbook for a time there. Like, it, I've, I've traveled that highway countless times. I probably can do it blindfolded. And as soon as you hit Mariana Lakes, like, it's Mariana Lakes, like, to Fort Mac. Mm-hmm. You know that's your, that's your hot spot. Yep. There, there's always the Fort Mac sheriffs and some RCMP is going to be in that area. Once you go past the Mariana Lakes, which just so happens to be out of uh, Wood Buffalo <laughs> boundaries, yep. you're you're getting a bit of a, a blank zone. You know what I mean? I believe Boyle and Lacklevis share that area for coverage. Don't quote me on it. Don't quote me on anything I say. The uh, and, and, and <laughs> I never so, do. And you never thank you. And you never see anything there at that point. I know it gets a bit hot at Boyle. You, you see sometimes you see the cops around there, and then it's usually smooth sailing Edmonton. Well, and that's like, the I issue. Have that down to the but that's the issue. If it's predictable as to where they're going to be, then people know the places where they can speed, right? And so it, it, it can't be predictable. The, point, the patrolling uh, has to be unpredictable. Exactly. It has to be in areas where people aren't going to expect them to be. Yeah. That's the way that you're going to catch people who are speeding and, and driving aggressively. And one of the things I, I made clear. In, in my open letter uh, to the Premier is that twinning is not the complete solution. It would have prevented a head-on collision, but it's not going to prevent all accidents. No. We, have to, we have to have a multi-pronged approach to dealing with this issue. That includes increasing patrols, and that incre- includes um, addressing aggressive driving behavior. People need to, uh, to wake up and, I, and, and, and smell the coffee. I think there needs to be an education campaign as well. I, Agreed. I, I noticed a few people when I was talking about it on uh, Friday night on, on air and, and posting online for Mix 103.7 that some people were posting things like, uh, I know how to handle my vehicle, even if I go a little bit over the speed limit. Like we shouldn't. Just, I know. Uh, just, just hang on. Let me finish. I don't because drive going one sixty. There was so that I've heard that mentality before a lot in this town. A lot of people. That's why they feel they can buy big trucks because it's got the control. And it's going to be safe in an accident. And it's just like clearly, wake up. These were two pickup trucks in this accident. Yep. They're not safe at highway speeds. No. And. I'm not driving to the con- regardless of driving conditions. Hall truck or whatever. You know, yep. Perfect driving conditions or, or terrible driving conditions, as I think it was in this situation. It's still the speed limit's there for a reason. The dotted lines are calculated based on the speed limit, not higher than that speed limit. That's right. And um, there's, I feel like I go out of my mind when I see people passing after I've seen that passing lane and two kilometers sign, and then people mm-hmm. are passing. I'm like, just wait. Why, yeah, it's, why it's can't two you wait kilometers to get home away people. and get home safe? Yeah. Actually, a good friend of mine. I don't know if we got. Time to read all her tweets. I don't know if she's listening right now. The, the very lovely Allie, uh, driving up from Edmonton, uh, and uh, the stuff she was tweeting. I was just like, give me a little progress report. She was the passenger. Her uh, mom was driving, mm-hmm. I believe. And I was like, just give me a progress report of what's going on on Highway 63 now. But I was kind of hoping Tito would come here too. So if you're listening, Tito, right on. The because uh, he drove up from Edmonton today too, yeah. and I kind of wanted to hear his thoughts of what exactly went down on Edmonton exactly mm-hmm. two days after the accident. I know Tito tweeted a couple things saying a mere two days after the accident, there's yep. idiots still flying by. Oh, but I've absolutely. heard lots about the RCMP just simply crawling down that road. The right day now. of, I know. Well, I know that the, there's a, a heavy police presence now, but the day of, later on that day, I know somebody um, working with Shaw TV to go cover the uh, accident who said that after the fact uh, at about the grasslands area, same day, within hours, there was people speeding well above the speed limit because that's just seems to be the norm on that highway. People just accept that that's what's just going to go on. Yep. Well, yeah, it's like, ridiculous to me that that could happen in the same day or not. I mean, maybe you're not as aware if you are on that highway for that full stretch. You're not quite as connected into the media and everything, but just shocks me to think that the day of, and like you said, Tito, with two days after the fact, people are still yeah. racing down that highway. Yeah. It's, it's time to wake up. And Allie, like, she, like literally, um, she said, go. Yeah, we go have ahead. an update. Uh, someone, one of our chat people, 91167, thanks. Um, <laughs> I drove up today, seven cops on the road. Other than that, it was quite decent. 
Decent as in there's no cops right on. I can speed. I, I'm assuming that's decent. Decent. For decent I know it's decent behavior. conditions. I was keeping an eye on the AMA road report all day. It seemed like it was crystal clear come all the way up. Like just some of the uh, the text that uh, that uh, Ali was giving me, and like literally, uh, we are at the hill where these people died, and people have literally learned nothing. They're they're wildly taking over over the hill. Uh, we we're on the hill where those people died, and people are fucking morons. They're passing on no uh, where you can't see. They're passing on double solids. They're speeding. Like literally, mm-hmm. this happened two days ago, and and you're getting shit like that. Well, and and there's there's always you know there's the it can't happen to me mentality that it's, goes it's on, right? It's, it's somebody else, and it's not going to happen to me. And the problem is, you can't predict when it's going to happen to you, and it's not going to happen. Quite to literally, you. not. Courtney it, it and Mark are sitting there driving moment. down south, and I bet you they still don't know what the hell happened because it happens like that. Absolutely, it's 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 not something that you think is going to happen to you. When I go on the sixty three, I don't think I'm going to die on it. But no. you know what? I could. I plan against it. Yeah, this will be posted on Tuesday, won't it? Yeah. Uh, in its con- entirety as a non-live podcast. That's right, yes. Yeah. <laughs> right before I have a chance to edit myself and just be like, sound all professional like I normally do. Well, nice but frankly, it nice like try. Idiot. Let's just point out that I'm going to edit it and it will be on Tuesday. Yay, Perfect. Matt! Thanks, Matt. Woo! <laughs> well, well, welcome to the owner of the YMN podcast, Maddie. <laughs> no, the producer. Producer, sorry, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to keep up with your guys' chat, but like, <laughs> there's a way to slow it. There's a way to slow it down. I just don't remember. No, no, it's not. It's not so much slowing down, but like, people say something awesome, but then at the it same disappears. time, like, I can't really like. What's our viewers at? We're like, over uh, over seventy. Awesome. You can you can be pushy. You can talk right over yeah, us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I just, just do it. Okay. Um, Take control. Apparently, you were almost in a car accident. You were pushed off the road at one point. Man. Well, yeah, um, and I did. The, I chased him down. It took uh, two and a half <laughs> hours, and we finally caught up to wow. him uh, just outside of Athabasca. That's so something I'd do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> just go completely off your route, just be like, fuck I've it. I've done it in town. I'd do no, it on a strap in kids. We ain't going to Edmonton tonight. That's right. No, Wind so up in the Yukon. We, uh, we ended up finally catching up to him just at the turn, uh, right-hand turn into Athabasca, and uh, I pulled out and passed him. And slammed on the brakes. And this is uh, one of those Cisco, like the grocery store mm-hmm. semis. So, uh, Holy shit, it was a semi? Oh, yeah. It was, and I was I'm in a Volkswagen Golf. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> he wanted to do like 130, right? Because what happened um, probably two hours prior is that uh, he pulled out to pass in a passing lane and didn't have the power or the speed to do so. Um, when the passing lane ended, he started coming back into my lane which well, there was a guardrail um, right yeah. before, right? So um, I had to slam on the brakes in the shoulder and uh, almost got hit by a wheel on the driver's side of him and the guardrail on the right. So um, I was shaken up, let it go. He sped off a little bit, made some distance, and then I started getting mad and the pursue um, started from there. So uh, after the first time that I slammed the brakes off in front of him to go 100, and then he'd speed up and try and pass, and then i speed up and not let him do it. I did this all the way from the turnoff to Athabasca, at wow. which points the cops pulled me over. Uh, <laughs> Don't get me, get him! Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he called me in, and uh, he said, do you know why I pulled you over? I'm like, I know exactly why you pulled me over. And he said, okay, well, I guess there's two sides to every story, so let's hear your side, and told him what happened and how he almost basically killed um, mm-hmm. myself and Aileen. And uh, he said, okay, well, you know, that sounds, you sound like a perfectly reasonable guy, and I believe you, so just let me give this guy a call back on his cell phone, and he did. 
and uh, came back and said, you know, you have the right to press charges against him, but at the same time, he has the rights to press charges against you. Mm-hmm. He called in about you? He called yeah. in about me because I was antagonizing him, right? Like, right. basically bullying yeah, him had, in a Volkswagen Golf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's a little story. Yeah. <laughs> so any, anyway, he, uh, he said, you know, if, if this happens again, do the smart thing and call us. Obviously, yep. don't try and take on a semi in exactly. your Volkswagen in a golf. golf. Yeah. yeah, in a golf. And he's, he's absolutely right. But. Yeah. But I, I wish that was an unusual story, but a lot of the comments and the emails that I'm getting are people telling me stories about near misses and close calls they've had on the 63. And one in particular, I've read, I've had 250 comments and I've read every single one of them. One in particular uh, was someone who lost her son on the 63. He'd stopped to help at another accident. I'm going to cry again. Stopped to help in another accident and was hit by a vehicle. When Jesus he'd stopped Christ. and was killed. How long so ago? he was being a good Samaritan and stopping to help, and he was killed. How long ago was that? I don't recall the date. I don't actually think she shared the date with me. But, uh, and then I heard from a man whose 19-year-old daughter was killed in 2007 on the 63. I'm having people share stories with me um, like, about losses and about near misses and close calls all the time. So I, because close, it's happening so often. There's so, for every accident, there's a hundred close calls on that highway that are absolutely needless. Thousands. Um, there's thousands. Well, yeah. like, well I've in, had well, several. Between, <laughs> looking at some stats <laughs> here before, like I, I was, like I said, I was very proud of myself. I actually did some research for this show. Like I was actually shocked by this one. 2009, uh, you had 13 people dead. And Actually, before I continue on with the stats, while doing research for this show and, and trying to find stats, I found like a whole bunch of different stats for yes. uh, the same year. So I don't even know how accurate these stats are. You know what yeah. I mean? Like one people say 14 people died in 07. Mm-hmm. Someone else says it was 20. But one stat that I did find that actually shocked me in 2009, 3,000 collisions. 3,000 collisions. Is that Alberta-wide? On Highway 63. I've got here that... Uh, <laughs> Something different. I've got, according to Yahoo News, on Highway 63 specifically, between 2001 and 2005, there was 1,000 crashes. 25 people okay. dead and 257 All injuries. All right, so I'm just going to put this out there for everyone that's listening. Okay, look, you just had a huge conflict of stats. Like, you pulled it from Yahoo News. I just did a Google search. and I th- Actually, to be honest, I think I pulled this one from the Foreign Committee today. Yeah. So right there, like, I, I, I'm just going to start saying I'm throwing stats out the window. I, I know there's a lot. I know there's tragic. Whoa, 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 stop. We've had commercials cutting into our conversation. Yes, guys, it's Ustream, if anyone that can still hear me. Ustream... Uh, this is free. Uh, we always bring you the free stuff. Oh no! Is that the nature of the beast? <laughs> this is nature. Yeah, and uh, ads. It's ad supported to make it free. So you're going to see an ad come in. It, it does a different cycle each time, and uh, yeah, it, just you'll have to survive it. That's all. No, I think it just does it randomly, yeah. and we we can't oh, okay. hear it. So yeah, just because we've had a few people being like, "Why are we? Getting why are ads? why are there ads? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think you know, regardless uh, there will be of what ads the ads in the full yeah. version. Okay. It, my, my thinking is, regardless of what the statistics say, we, we clearly have a problem. That's what matters. Yeah. We That's have what all the a problem statistics, on the how, No matter how accurate, they all point to the exact same thing. Aileen, you're probably in the full version, not the revision. Just oh, the, iPad. the iPad. Okay, there you go. Yeah, because she's like, I haven't heard a commercial. Just <laughs> yeah, the, so the iPads <laughs> and the iPhones don't have ads. Okay. So. Oh, the apps don't? Okay. No. Cool. There, there's banners on the screen, and I guess opposed to the, the okay. Audible ads. Okay, so um, we've had quite a few comments that say, we already know how unsafe the highway is. Let's move on. Okay. Um, a lot of people are asking, apparently y'all on PC should upgrade to Macs because they don't have ads either. Anyway, um, 
I think, Sorry, I'm I think, trying to keep up, but yeah. you guys are talking so fast. I think that there's a lot of people that want to hear some ideas for some solutions. That, yeah, for this, this solutions. Is. One big thing you can do, there's a petition. I just saw the yes. uh, Twitter handle, Twin63, um, posted at 7,000 signatures so far, which is great. But, I mean, there's about 100,000 people living in the region. I think we can up those numbers yep. a little bit. So find that petition. You can find it all over uh, Facebook, all over Twitter. I guarantee there's somebody, if you're living in Fort McMurray, on your friends list that has already posted yep. it. So just look in your news feed. You'll be able to find it. Sorry, guys. Um, I just ran into the first Kingston incident number one. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> We're a four-year-old. This one go a bit. Uh, but back to the petition. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to read it. I've already encountered like two or three different petitions, and yes. like each has got different numbers. And I'm just like, yes. Well, a lot of people are we going to combine them? Are we? Gonna... A lot of people want to do the message. The they message wanna... will be coming across Convade. no matter. It's it's yeah. it's also cumulative how people are reacting Agreed. to this. So just Another, a direct go. thing that you can do is get in touch with elected officials. Yes. Hey, guess what? We've got two new elect MLAs that are going to be going into the spring legislature opening up any day now. That's Wonderful. right. Um, well, and I'm actually going to suggest you go a bit further. I have the Premier's email address, and I'm going to suggest that all the people who have shared stories with me about losses, yes. close calls, mm-hmm. near misses. You email the Premier Directly. because I've had 20,000 views on my blog. If she gets half of those emails telling her about close calls, I can guarantee that she and the people around her will sit up and take notice. And for those, there is power in numbers. I'm one voice. If 20,000 people email her, that's a lot of voices. That's true. That's, voices. Uh, for, that's a very good point. I, I, I want to address those who have been uh, taking a lot of effort in commenting about how. Are you glad you voted PC in this election? Great. Now we're going to never have this thing twit. Don't. Uh, okay, you can have that mentality. That's fine. But elections over, PC's in power. So how Deal about we? And, how about and, we do something that's yeah. and, and, helpful to the situation? And like I said, and like Teresa was just saying, email people. Yeah. Email Allison yeah. Redford. Email our MLA election. And, and I'd like Mayor to. I'd Blake. like to speak to that as well. Um, I know Don Scott and Mike Allen personally, and I know that they are deeply committed to making sure yeah. that Highway 63 is is safer. Um, I know that they can't make the uh, make it happen alone, though. They need the support of the rest of their caucus, and that's why we need to make sure that the Premier knows it matters. We may need to make sure that every MLA in the Alberta government of every political party know that this matters. The point I keep making yeah. is that we're fueling the economy of the entire province, and we're paying for it. And, and just to, to emphasize what Steve was saying, the, the time now has... Oh. I was just say to be fair too. They have just been actually, line? <laughs> Yeah, well, I did, but you can't see me. Guys, I'm um, after him. Yeah. <laughs> um, to be fair, they haven't even started yet. That's right. Right. Exactly. And, and Redford herself didn't even really have much time on the job. She was yep. in six months, and there was an election called. Right? That's right. And she knew that was happening probably for a couple of months prior to that too. So I mean, they need to have a chance. Um, it's all just started. Um, let's hope the spring legislature uh, isn't in session yet. That's right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's absolutely. what I wanted to put a cap on it. Like, like right yeah. now, like anyone that's actually taking this uprising, this outcry, and taking this incident and saying, "Ha, look at this! This is what your PC government does." Shut the fuck up, because that is absolutely the most horrendous fucking comment anyone can make. I just at feel this it's point not, right it's now. It's not. Uh, constructive in any way. It doesn't. Agreed. It's not even it constructive. constructive. I don't even it, care about your political position. It's on literally this one. taking on people that like that died recently and in the past, and literally pissing on them because it's like let's all f- get together as a community and help solve an issue. Agreed. Whether you're, whether you're Wild Rose, whether our, you're fucking PC, whether yeah. you're NDP, liberal, MLAs, it doesn't matter at this our point. ML, our new MLAs actually need the voice of the community behind them mm. so that they're able to go into their caucus and say, we have every resident in our region demanding that this happen. Mm. We, need to, we need to present a united front and say that this is what our 
constituents are um, demanding. I'm going to jump in right here just because... You put got, your hand up. I'm, I don't even care if I didn't put my hand up. Um, just so everyone knows, we're not defending anyone just because we've got a whole lot of people who have jumped in and said no. if Wild Rose was voted... We're not saying pro-PC or pro-Wild Rose or anything like that. I'm just saying forget the political parties and let's get something done about this. Let's just get it done. Let's just let it. The tools that you have are Don, Scott, and Mike Allen. Those are the tools in your hands. Use um, them. Use them. We've just had a comment that says, this is our community and what we need and making our voice heard. That's exactly it. And that's exactly exactly what I agree with. It doesn't matter who's leading us as long as they're leading us in the right direction. That's right. So that... And guess what? There are elected representatives of population. So you decide what direction they go in. It doesn't matter what party they're in. Exactly. If, they, yep. if you want this change, get in touch with them. That's right. Exactly. Get in touch with uh, Like Stephen I said, Mandel. anyone who wants to turn this into Stephen Mandel? Uh, sorry, I'm thinking the mayor of Edmonton. Sorry, <laughs> Stephen Harper. Stephen Harper. Uh, yeah, actually, we had get in touch with Stephen Mandel as well. That <laughs> road connects us. Why not? Why not? Mayor of Calgary. Yeah, yeah, down in Calgary. Get... I'm yeah, serious. Blanket the entire country with <laughs> the need for this highway to be turned. As you my said opinion. that, we've, we had three comments come in that said, hey, why don't we talk to Stephen Harper? So we're all on the same page. Yes, and like I said, anyone that is trying to turn this or wants to turn this into a political party, to me, right now, the PC party doesn't exist. It's just my MLA, yeah. as elected a week ago, or just under a week ago mm-hmm. now, is Don Scott and Mike Allen. <laughs> I, guess, I, mean, two, I, just, I don't care if they're PC, I don't care what color they fly. It's, those are the guys that and can help us. The fact the that they were the anyway. fact that they were just elected and they haven't quite stepped into the legislature yet, <laughs> yes. as well as another opportunity for us to jump on this because they are going to be pretty extra perceptive well, to our uh, needs at this agreed, point. Agreed, extra receptive about this. Yeah. absolutely. Agreed, but I don't want us to give up pressure. I don't want us no, just no, to be like, okay, they're going to no. do something, stand and back. I don't no. want this to be like a Coney thing where everybody's Facebook and Twitter blew up for a day and then yeah. it kind of dropped off and I saw one sticker on April 20th. Stick to this one, guys. This affects well, us directly I, I, Well, we're going to stick to this one because let's talk about some protests. Or do we, do we yeah, I wanted to, to bring on? that up. Speaking mm-hmm. of the community getting together, May 5th. Absolutely. Yeah. May 5th at noon, uh, Nicole... Oh, I'm going to say her name wrong, so I'm just going to call it Nicole. Oh. She knows who she is. The uh, I know her and... Uh, Someone else. Well, I didn't. I did horrible prep for the show. <laughs> anyway, the Facebook community members. Yeah, there you go. Highway 63 protest and morning of crash victims. That's the Facebook group. Sorry, I gotta go again. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, on May 5th, there's there's a few people with a couple of different ideas. I think we should address that some want to block the highway in protest, and there's a lot of people that are uh, polar opposite position to that as well. I, I, my personal opinion is that I don't see it doing much good, but I do think a presence on Highway 63 would be a huge thing. Mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm sure I'm echoing somebody else's statements that have already been online for hours and hours now. But um, one idea that I saw expressed was people getting some signs together and literally dotting the highway, dotting the shoulder of the highway down a, a, a big stretch. I, w- I would like to caution actually blocking the highway as being completely illegal, and that's going to cause more harm than good. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I would agree. Okay, <laughs> Todsky wants to come in on that, that's, so we'll, that's we'll funny, revisit actually. the blocking the highway. Yeah, no, we, um, Todd and I actually got into it with a few people on um, the event for protesting on 63 or on the side of 63 or whatever. <laughs> I think so. Bensky came in know. here, yeah. We're live! He's with Kingston. <laughs> don't t- Just take Todd's spot. Come on like- in. Okay, so um, while Todd is gone... Okay, so 
while everyone else is distracted, I'm going to talk to the people yeah. who are yes. trading at the moment. So blocking the highway would delay contractors and shipments to the sites, which would put on the pressure by really... I know, I know, I know you guys are peacefully protesting, which has just come up. But... Yep. I'm, I'm going to throw in that I really don't think blocking the highway would be a good idea. The only thing that's going to happen is you're going to make people aggressive. And I agree. I agree. Yeah, okay. it's just, it's th- just, it's not that, a good I idea. Think this needs and to be more of a vigil. What you're opinion. going, what I, you're I agree. going to do is send people to 881. Yeah, hang on. 881 takes longer. Do you want I'm to trying to get to you to a mic because you showed up late. Yeah. So yeah, you'll. You'll be sending people to 881, which is longer. It does take a little bit longer. So what, they're only going to drive faster over well, there? And, and my, yeah. You've got to think logically about this stuff. And I know, I know that was probably a little bit harsh, but in yeah. all seriousness, it's, it's dangerous. I, I, I well, you really can create a dangerous situation. One. You can create yeah. a more and, dangerous and situation what than what is going happen. on. <laughs> To, what are your thoughts, City Hall well, no, like, to is me, an excellent idea. It's blocking the highway, like, yes, the safety factors are, are absolutely astronomical. And I know what the guys are trying to do. They're trying to get the message out there. And, and yes, the, that is a way to actually... Closer? Okay, I need a better seat then. And yes, blocking the highway <laughs> would block routes for emergency well. vehicles. Just it's live. That too, that too. It's, it's that's true. a major we thing that we need to vehicles. address. Yes, okay. that's right. Hold on. Also, speaking okay. of emergency... No, <laughs> okay. no, no, no. Wait, Todd. <laughs> speaking of emergency vehicles, I think it should be also taken into account that uh, recently volunteer emergency response along that highway in the last few years have dis- declined <laughs> to uh, serve that region because the volume is too high and there's a lot of volunteer people who just don't have the hours and the energy. And therefore, that is increasing response time when accidents like this do happen. Uh, In addition to patrolling, I think we need to address the fact that we need more emergency vehicles uh, ready to go. More, more personnel. Yeah, for a quicker response time to these into, incidents. Put the funding back it, into the... That what was, was that the was response a, time? Do we know? I'm surprised nothing has happened Does anyone know the response time? How no. fast they got there? No, um, all that I know is that first, res- uh, first sorry, responders. Did you guys? Were did you guys go over the the particulars of the location of the accident yeah. and all that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Have Have you any guys been to the site? Say what you did. No, I know you texted me. And yeah. I was there today. Right. Uh, I was on my way home, and uh, yeah, it was uh, like Steve said. It was an it was uphill uh, going northbound. It was uphill. Uh, there was a, d- a double lane going uh, northbound, a single lane coming uh, southbound. So southbound had a solid. Had a double solid, but North had the uh, double the double lane. Yeah, kind of like that. Kind of like what you're drawing there. And uh, and yeah. So essentially, what happened was um, okay, yeah, from from where I, from where I could see the debris. It from I guess it's t- it, like I mean it's tough it's tough to make a call as to how the collision happened. But there's clearly a blind. There, there was someone did a blind pass. In other words, someone passed without without either uh, be, not being concerned or didn't pay attention to the fact that there was a slope going down. If they were come from the north coming south or if they were from the south coming north, uh, that there was a peak right and they must have seen each other right at the crest yeah that's what i was picturing too is at the crest is when they would have seen each other yeah interestingly enough there's another vehicle just maybe five clicks from that area that's been there for a while actually it's a white a white uh, pontiac um i remember when i was heading uh south on thursday that vehicle was there so it's not the first time a collision like that has happened um and i believe a year ago, a collision very similar to that one occurred around the same uh, section. I remember there was like the rollover. There was a rolled over truck uh, for that collision. So, yeah, <laughs> there's that. The, uh, <laughs> no, and, and, no, and that's a good point because you were actually the only one that actually seen it there today. Yeah. What was the what was the highway like? 
Hmm? Conditions are clear. I mean, when when I when I drove when I drove south on Thursday, um, the roads were clear. I heard that it snowed on Friday. It was it was slushy. It was slushy. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, we snow. got a little bit of sleet in 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 Edmonton, but it wasn't that. I've bad. heard that it was. But I mean, the the accident happened the ninety time. like ninety five kilometers south of Fort McMurray, so I guess the weather conditions here would have been more prevalent, right? Uh, you could you could definitely see um, it was a definite mix of rain and snow at the time. Okay, yeah. right here in town. Okay, I just want to. But visibility wouldn't have been snowing like, south, snowed closer yeah. to Edmonton, fog. There's video online of Highway 881 at the time of the crash. Somebody took cell phone video, and you can see it's pretty bad condition. Mm. Yeah. Okay. The, um, Kate, I just want to touch back on the protesting because I actually missed that whole one, and that was <laughs> my big one that I wanted to comment on. Uh, but being a single father has its privileges, I guess. The uh, yeah, Saturday, May 5th, uh, next Saturday, May 5th, noon, uh, there is going to be a uh, protest, uh, a peaceful protest. Because one of the things that I heard mentioned that I really wanted to fight against gotcha. was the blockade yeah. of the highway. Now, I know everyone already touched on it, so I won't go into too many details. But I believe you guys already <laughs> said for the fact that uh, the safety reasons, did anyone talk about like the actual negative perception that will bring to the actual cause? Um, um, no, we didn't get no, that. We didn't what, blocking the highway? We didn't touch on that. Guys, uh, I just want to touch people. Um, okay, so everyone who's currently listening on chat, sorry, have told us to shut up about blocking the highway because they said it's not going to happen no matter what happens. Well, I, I don't think the, the RCMP will allow it to Just happen, saying. to be completely no. honest. They're, well, they're not going to allow this. I'm Sorry, saying guys, my fucking piece anyway, so I don't about give a shit. Yeah, this is my goddamn okay. podcast, so I'm going to fucking say <laughs> it. If, if you want something else talked about, then post it in our chat, but let's keep talking. <laughs> who, who was talking about blocking the highway? Anyone amongst this group? There was, there was someone here. Not the fault of the weather in no, Eric, Eric Janvier. Yeah, someone mentioned it on Twitter, but I know the protest page that was developed on Facebook, that was talked about. And yeah. I know it's not wasn't going to happen, and and they already said it will never. Well, happen. Well, and and you know, I mean, I understand. I've thought about it a lot, and I understand where it's it's coming from. Um, I'm an activist from way back. I was an activist when I was in university, and and I understand um, where that emotion comes from. And yes. let's block the highway, and let's let's really have a powerful protest. But the problem is with a protest like that, just when you're like you're chaining yourself to uh, chain link fences, which somebody might have done in their past, uh, there there can be consequences that you haven't considered. And and uh, that's something you have to be aware of is sometimes you can actually bring more negative uh, publicity and more negative coverage to the cause than positive. Interesting um, the, uh, the call to attention in terms of uh, social media for, for this event because um, it's also very interesting that the, TED, uh, the Fort Memory TEDx stuff came uh, online the same weekend. Yes. There's but, a very relevant Yeah, talk. there's a – oh, yeah, of course. Uh, what I was thinking about when this event happened was just how a lot of people were protesting on Twitter and such. Well, protesting in terms of making their voices heard, right? But I mean uh, – uh, you've got country. You got outside of outside of North America. You've had stuff like what happened in Egypt, where social media actually played a really strong factor for change in these countries. But when you get to the North American factor, I mean, we had the whole uh, Connie thing that kind of just. It, I, I mean, it has it, that's all but fizzled at fizzled. this point, right? And we've also got the Occupy Wall Street movement, which was you know this big social media gathering, and then. No, right? So, and uh, um, one of the things that I was thinking about when, um, uh, Teresa, you did your open letter is, this is great. A lot of people are getting behind it, but what is the action? So, uh, I mean, I guess we're calling attention to the Alberta premiere, and uh, uh, what exactly do we want her to do for us? What do we want her to do for us? Expedite the process (laughs) of twinning highways. No, but I mean, is that within her power? 
Yes, absolutely. That, was my that, is, that is within oh, the power of her yes. government. It's okay. not, uh, not, of, not of Alison Redford personally, okay. but it's within the power of I, her I government. I don't think we even need to be worried about who has the power because we have the power to make it happen if but we let's want talk it hard about enough. What took talk so, about what's it. taking us so long right now? Like we've well, got okay. some caribou shit going there's a couple, on. There's a two major mm. factors. One, I, I kind of want to call bullshit on. I mean, I care about the caribou and I care about the endangered animals, I but I have been on that highway. Wait, let me finish. I've been on that highway. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I've been on that highway. I don't even want to know how many times, and I've never seen a fucking caribou on that highway in my life. I'm sorry. Had caribou. I have so close to that. So yeah. Everyone's going what caribou? So exactly. Where are these caribou? The other thing that is a legitimate factor is there is a lot of muskeg along that stretch, and in some cases, um, some contractors have estimated that it's going to take a total of three to five years for certain stretches to be completely We can put a fucking man on the moon and we can't bulldoze some fucking... It's much... But there's there's protocol to be followed. There's traffic safety. Do you want us to just build it quickly and then have it fall apart? There's also land acquisition issues, which I've I've been made aware of. There's land acquisition issues. There's bureaucracy. Um, There's lots of different issues. My point is... Those issues can be dealt with exactly <laughs> more expeditiously than they have been the dealt more with. We show the that the, we the want biggest it issue has been of, bureaucracy. It's been red it. tape. <laughs> Matt Ewan's just said he's seen an ostrich. <laughs> what? No, like, okay, What's I'll, he drinking? I will take the heat. I will take. I'll take the responsibility on my shoulders. I'll say it. I'll say what everyone's thinking, and I'll take full heat for it. Fuck the caribou. Seriously, like no, I, I, I don't give a damn. They're endangered. I, like seriously. Human life over to caribou. Listen, that's that's the exact counteractive nature that makes stuff like you know not having this highway done happen. Like this is why this highway hasn't been finished yet because things get put in the back burner because something else takes priority over them. I'm not obviously human life is the biggest factor. We've you know we've seen a great example of it this weekend of the fact that. I mean, that is a major factor. I know you guys have already gone over the fact whether or not it's the speeding, fa- speeding factor or mm-hmm. the fact that it isn't split. Obviously, we need to split this highway. I mean, we've been saying yep. since, yeah. Yeah. since yeah. I was a child, we've had to split this highway. Uh, but um, what I was going to say is just the fact that I think uh, change needs to start with the individuals. And I think we've got a, uh, like basically a good ball that started rolling here. But I, this is what I'm trying to keep us focused on the fact that like, okay, so Alison Redford, she, we get her attention, right? Yep. Um, my understanding is uh, what I was one of the things uh, during this election that I was really interested in was how uh, whoever comes into power for uh, the MLA uh, of this section was going to uh, you know expedite the highway and and my I remember one of the statements from the uh, PCs was. 35 kilometers are going to be done before the end of the summer. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember I forget I, I, who's who's the rep for, they, uh, for Alberta against or for the PCs. For what? Alberta? For, for, for Alberta. It's, it's Redford, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So she was the quoted party that said 35 kilometers will be done before the end of the summer. 35 more kilometers. Yeah, they're in, yeah. they have that. Uh, that's the only timeline available is about 35 to 36K by And that's the, official, mm-hmm. that's the official position of, of Alberta Transport. I think, I think the point that we're making with, uh, with Alison Redford and the rest of her caucus is that just isn't going to cut it No, anymore. no. no. <laughs> um, <ouch. laughs> what no one has seen mm. is a timeline for completion. There are no completion dates. I haven't seen a timeline. I know there's plans. You know, it's just, I want to see know the inner workings some of exactly answers. how this well, is happening. there has not been oh, transparent so communication mm-hmm. from the government telling us when this is going to happen. 2013. Yeah, okay, 2013. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, well, right now, it, that just makes Teresa it worse. just yeah. Teresa said it herself. All right, that's the end of the podcast, folks. Teresa said it herself that what's holding this stuff up, uh, caribou, okay, whatever with the fucking caribou, the land acquisitions, 
Yeah, I don't like the caribou. The land acquisitions, the bureaucracy, all stuff that they're just letting it compile, letting it delay the project. This is stuff that us reaching out to Redford, she can expedite this kind of thing. She can push it through. She can get this done a very lot quicker. Am I wrong in that statement? My open letter to Alison Redford wasn't simply to Alison Redford. It was to every member of caucus and actually every every MLA in the government regardless of their party it is saying we fuel the economy in this province that is widely recognized we're fueling a good part of the economy in this country Mm -hmm. and we are being not getting the infrastructure and the support that we need and I think we're finally saying you know what we're tired of that we're we're providing the economic driver for this province we need to get some attention in this region and I want every MLA in the province to realize that that's exactly our position. We've talked on uh, the podcast before about the negative perceptions of the region elsewhere in the country and in the world. And a big thing is a lot of people point to the highway of death. Yep. And uh, I think that... Over the hell, we've all heard it. I mean, in addition to preventing accidents, saving lives, making sure that not only our families but our industry is a little bit safer yep. on the way to and from work um, and to and from uh, recreation down south and other yep. places in Alberta. It just, uh, I don't know, I, I'm... Having trouble articulating my thought here, but just the point is that we we are tired of it. Well, no, and, and we're tired of the we're tired of the excuses. We're tired of the like. It needs to happen. It needs to be expedited. If anything, we need to be more informed. Have we? Uh, we, we need transparent we communication need from the government. Have you guys uh, touched on the topic of privately funding the highway? That's what I was just going to bring yeah. up on because I mean the United States. I mean that's that's what got the interstates built was the fact that people they wanted people to work in the western regions of the United States. So what would happen is these large companies. I mean, incidentally, I mean anecdotally, I guess it's the plot to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It's, yeah. it's literally they wanted people to move west, so so these these big companies started paying. To have the highway Air finished at a faster rate. No, that's what was yeah. going to destroy Toontown, the, the creation of the, the rest of the uh, yeah, I remember, interstate. Yeah. yeah, so what I'm getting at is, like, I mean, we, we definitely have uh, heavy hitters or, you know, major players that are uh, basically centralized <laughs> in, this, is, in this northern region. I mean, has that ever been discussed, whether or not, they, you know, like Suncor, Syncrude, all these other companies would either donate or, or basically uh, – because it, it is in their best interest, right? We need, we need to be talking to the people that are taking private jets because they have but, the money. But all I can like, – put yourself in a corporation's shoes. Now, I'm not going to sit here and just be like, oh – But, talk, I mean, they donate just, every year like millions towards different fu- funds. So uh, – what I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, but they donate millions to different funds. To you know, uh, United Way, for example, right? And I mean, mm-hmm. that's great. United Way is a great fu- a cause, but why not to you know privatizing the the, fin- the finishing off Be- of this highway? Because if you were sitting there and you own a company and you had millions and billions of dollars and you knew the the, the highways are the province's responsibility, they have the money for it. I don't think that's in debate, is it? That they don't have the money to fund. Well, they've already projects. thrown a billion since 2006 at Like, if you're sitting there and you own a company and you're just like, I love helping out the community, I don't mind doing it, but why the hell should I have to pay for a highway well, I mean, that the province is just is just dragging their ass? One on? good example would be it's free advertising. You can put up whatever the hell you want on that. So highway. not Highway 63 anymore? It's Syncrude's Northern Roadway? Of- why not? Yeah, yeah, you know, oh, if, if put highway, your advertising all over, as long as it's safer. Highway 407 in Look Ontario is a private highway, and it's amazing. Yep. There well, a, a, a prime example is the Suncor overpass. That was That's built right. by Suncor within a year of maybe a little bit over <laughs> yeah. and turned over to the city. We've this got, we've got a name 
for the new Highway 63, Sinsen 63. Thank you. From Syncrude and Sen. I like it. I love it. So and where's the billion dollars coming from, though? Like, right Alberta now, like, Transportation has spent that yeah. on Highway 63 since 2006. I was kind of following some people around, and, and I know a lot of people were like, why isn't the federal government jumping in on this? And I know it's not a federal <laughs> government jurisdiction, but Brian Jean was tweeting, and I know he was getting kind of attacked a lot. Uh, federal government in 2006 con- uh, contributed $150 million. Mm-hmm. But what was interesting, he says, at that point, that was half the cost of the project. Was this project three million or uh, $300 million at one point? Uh, that I don't know. I don't I can't know the speak to, to those. that. Yeah. No. Anyway, that's the exact... What I just said was the quote tweet from Brian Jean. Now, uh, whether or not he's talking about the full project. In 06, like, I don't see how something can go from $300 million to a billion. Well, I mean, but even, then again, maybe inflation, but I, I don't know. Well, even in a matter of perspective, I mean, it's not that much highway if you really think about it. Highway 63 is only half halfway to... It's 240K is what yeah, they promised exactly. to have done. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. And we've got how much? Maybe 50 kilometers? Less than. <laughs> not even. It's 33, 33, 34. And the point I keep coming back to in my head is I actually really don't care what it costs. <laughs> no. Yeah. We, are, yeah. we are fueling the On economy the CTV of this Facebook province. Page, I don't care what it costs they were talking about. Uh, they were talking about the incident, and one person said, and I jumped in at, the, at them. I think I got lost in the feed, but they're just like, uh, go for private companies because not everyone uh, gives a shit about this highway, and we don't want our taxes increased. I don't care what it costs. I will pay X amount of dollars for taxes. I don't care. Let's yeah. just do it. And I think well, I can speak for the majority yeah. of residents of Fort McMurray when I say well, that. Well, I got, I got a comment from somebody in Edmonton saying, well, you know, why should I have to pay more taxes for a highway to Fort McMurray? Because we're fueling you, your economy. How's you that? Because <laughs> we come down and spend money in your city. That's because our, your, businesses, your businesses That's are supporting bonehead. businesses up here. That's why you, you get to, uh, such a you get to pay for our highway. In my opinion. Like this is as far-reaching as Newfoundland. Oh, I mean, yeah. one of the two, one of the victims for sure, and I'm assuming his wife as well, was directly from Newfoundland. Moved here about two years ago. Yeah. Like this is as far reaching well, across the entire country. Okay, I'm getting tons of comments of people from the East Coast we've, for exactly that reason. We've proven, if anything, that Fort McMurray is is Canada. Like Fort McMurray, there's not there is a people that's been born and raised here, but it's also a lot of this community is people from elsewhere in this yep. in this country and in this world. Even it's completely multicultural. Yep. So just to say that Fort McMurray residents only use that highway is, is, is me, the what, bunch of as a biggest bullshit statement. What I've learned this weekend, when when I saw that the blog post had gotten twenty thousand hits, it didn't speak to my ability as a writer. It spoke to the fact that this issue is important to people, and it's important well, it to people across right? the country. Yeah. It, it was important to lots of people in lots of different provinces, well, one of the oil and that's sands, what it meant. One me. of the oil sand sites during their construction, there was a stat going around that at one point during peak construction. Well, Tito, do you remember the stat? One out of 20 Canadians been on site? Probably. Yeah. Yep. Like that's, that's Everybody knows to, somebody who's, you know what who's I mean? worked up like, here. Family. Like to me, that's, that's incredible. Like one out of 20 people have been in DeVore McMurray. Yep. And now, I think that's even less. Did, did anyone uh, look up how long it took uh, Highway um, – is it Highway 2 from Edmonton to Calgary? How long did that take to twin? I mean – It's I, been I, twin I, since the – Well, I mean since – 80s? Yeah, since it's been for a long time, but I'd really like to know how long that construction project took. Because I mean, uh, not sure. we also got asked how long it took to um, build the Anthony Hinde, which is interesting. The Anthony mm. Hinde <laughs> took a lot less time to build, no although kidding. that's a different well, it's, jurisdiction. It's not quite it done is, yet. It is and a it's, different it's, jurisdiction, well, yeah. but we've got a lot of people out And there. they don't have some of the same challenges yeah. in terms City. of musket. Oh, and and of there, are, there, are, there are some different yeah. challenges with uh, things uh, like the Hinde. The big thing is because there's just sheer environmental factors that are getting in the way of, of how fast this can be done, um, people need to be informed more. 
That is a huge thing. We need to know the timeline. We need but to even know like every ounce of progress. I will call bullshit to the environmental factor slowing this down. Guys, uh, and like I said, it, it's, it all comes down to a money issue. I've seen pumps in the oil sands that go down that only four people in the world know how to fix. They were here the next day fixing it. Oh, yeah. All it is is oh, a money yeah. factor. Oh, yeah. oh it's clearly it's, taken too well, long. It's clearly, it's clearly we have a back burner. We have the technology. I, we, you can know, do I mean, it. we can uh, do no, this. The current rate is not acceptable. Six mm-hmm. kilometers a year is just not what this community is going to get behind whatsoever. So I agree with you. The, the environmental factor as an excuse for how long it has taken, bullshit. But it is going to take a while even if we get things rolling, if, even if we start today. Oh, it's Apparently, not going to happen Highway overnight. 2 isn't completely twinned. Highway 2 is not completely twinned? Which no. sections aren't? Uh, I'm not sure, but someone said it. I've I've driven from Edmonton <laughs> <So far. laughs> I mean, from 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 gateway from gateway to the northbound side of Calgary yeah yeah, no, no, and I, I think it's uh, PCs have decided not to twin it fast, which it's uh, it's not it's not PC. Just that is false. Let's let's, let's stop thinking about the government and start yeah, thinking let's stop about thinking the people in, in let's, party terms. Yeah. let's start. The election's over, guys. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Iron Man start thinking in community no terms and not in party terms. So we could we this? could we take like a Q and A session because sure. we've got a lot yeah. of action going okay. on here. Sure. So, anyone got any questions? Hit us up. Now I'm gonna wait, and it's gonna be awkward because you guys are gonna While you're okay, while you're doing the questions, gather some questions right now. You want some paper, pen? I'm gonna have an announcement that I want to make. Okay, right yeah, now. Get, I'm I'm gonna get paper. Oh, I got an announcement that I think is pretty special. I think it's pretty yeah. key, and it's a symbolism of this region. Uh, I got uh, approached today by a good family friend of of myself and and my family. Uh, her name is Karen Malcolm. Uh, she's the owner of Just Kidding Store. And uh, she wants to start, and she's going to, and I should say she has. She wants to start a trust fund for the little boy involved with the accident that is now essentially an orphan. So she autom- she not already essentially. she already started. Uh, yeah, that's right. I guess it's not essentially. It's it's true. The um, she already donated one thousand dollars already, and her goal is to get ten thousand by the end of May. She wants to aim for corporations and businesses in the town. Uh, Individual donations, I'm sure, will be accepted, but she's really aiming for $10,000, and she wants to really make a difference for this little boy who now has no family. So to me, that really tugged at the heartstrings because I'm like, wow, that, that's Absolutely. incredible. Absolutely. And um, it, it goes to show you this. Where is this being set up? Uh, anyone with questions or wants to help donate or wants to get involved, uh, email her. Um, we're going to post the email on our Twitter and our Facebook. It's just underscore kidding at shaw.ca. Um, also, her, her name's Karen. Go down to Just Kidding. I'm sure you can get some more information. Uh, she already donated a, a thousand, uh, and another 750 from the Gentleman's Hockey League was to, donated. To where, where is it being donated, though? It's going to be into a trust fund for the uh, for the oh, oh um, what I was going to say is uh, why not make it a Kickstarter account because that That's way it's, awesome. a, it's open to the public and the public can see it go up. Right? There you go, uh, Karen. If you're listening, if uh, not, Kickstarter.com. Well, uh, we can we can do a lot of different things. Uh, I think as much as we are debating about the Highway 63 issues, as much as we are getting into yep. what's taking so long, all this and that, uh, let's remember uh, we do have a, a, a gentleman that has lost his, his family, his, his wife and his unborn child, and we also have uh, a three or four, we can't get the age right, a little, three to five, three to five little boy that has lost his family. Timothy. And, I think um, we can rally around this as a community to, to help these guys as absolutely. much as possible. And it, it breaks my heart. I know a young woman very well who uh, was in an accident with her parents um, when she was six years old and lost both of her parents. And I know um, how much that's impacted her life and uh, what's 
happened to her over the years. And I know um, at the age this little boy is at, he may well remember his parents as this young woman does. And uh, it's absolutely, I I can't even put into words. There's a lot of, um, uh, once again, um, unconfirmed, but a lot of uh, talk being spread around that at the site of the scene, Timothy was very aware of the situation. what happened. Absolutely. Very alert. The the young woman I know remembers the accident where her parents were killed. And and there you go. Like I said, we we can argue, we can debate, we can discuss the points right now, and that will continue. We will keep going with with that argument and debate as well. But I think as a community, and no one can blame government for this, let's uh, let's rally around and let's get behind this little boy. Absolutely. There's uh, a laundry laundry list. Just really quickly, I'm not Aileen, just so everyone knows. (laughs) <laughs> that's hilarious just throwing that out there it's just the accent awesome. yeah. it's just the accent we sound the same it's cool. um, but there's a laundry list of, of things I, we're, I know we got a big call to action but if people are really as passionate as it seems like they are all over social media and just from the sheer number of people listening in right now a huge response um, let's keep everything in mind let's um, Put the pressure on government, Twin yes. Highway 63. Let's um, get in touch with the people. Share your personal stories of near miss. Uh, well, that's a oxymoron. Of close calls and actual accidents, whether you've lost people or not. Um, and uh, one thing that I want to stress too is I, I uh, Todsky put out that uh, Twin 63 hashtag, and I wanted to join in with the Smart 63 Agreed. one immediately because I I really want people to do this. I there seems to be way too many people that just are accepting of the conditions on Highway 63 in regards to driver behavior. If you're in a vehicle with somebody who's passing recklessly yeah. or who is speeding, yeah. tell them literally, I don't care if it's a winter day on the side of the highway, tell them stop the vehicle, let let yeah. you out before they continue to do that. Um, sorry. You- and, and spread that word. Like, we want a yeah. smart 63. We want people who are driving properly on that stretch of road, particularly while it's still being twinned. To, to go back to what uh, Teresa was saying uh, about the, the stories uh, regarding Highway 63, uh, Teresa, aren't you working on that book project? Uh, I am. I'm working on uh, on a book project with uh, with Todsky, in fact, and a, another partner named uh, named Roddy. Yeah. Um, so I was going to say, what, wouldn't uh, I, wouldn't it be a good idea to maybe try to integrate that into that book project? Absolutely. If people wanted to share stories about yeah. Highway 63 for the book project, they'd be more than welcome to. I would suggest I'm going to uh, I'm going to throw out the uh, premier's ad- email address right now, and it's very simple. It's just premier at gov dot ab dot ca. Email her your stories. Email her your stories. And uh, t- at gov.ab.ca. So simple. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? Eh? And CC a bunch of other people as well. If you're writing one email to one person, make sure the word gets spread. To, I yep. specifically send it out to Mayor Blake. Send it out to, to the John supervisor. Scott. Send it out to Mike Allen. Yeah, and that's exactly it because we got the spring session coming up. That's right. Uh, I don't know if you guys touched on that in regards to the protest. Uh, one of the things that was mentioned was actually going down and doing a rally outside the Alberta legislature. Legislature. Um, yeah, I've heard whisperings of that too. Yeah. Biggest thing with this guy's uh, with the protest, uh, I want to aim people go to the Facebook page, uh, Highway 63. Pro- it's called Highway 63 Protest in Morning of Crash Victims. And if you don't got uh, uh, a Facebook, get Facebook and go to the, go to the group because <laughs> everyone has Facebook now. Um, and go to the group, add it. There's a lot of discussion. Um, there's a lot of debates as well. I'll, I'll be included in that one. And uh, uh, the the girls that are running that page is going to get some stuff uh, going, so we can keep this going. We want to uh, we want to keep. We don't want this to, to fall uh, a fizzle no. out in a week like Coney did. And uh, <laughs> you want to put your hand up? <laughs> I, I just did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, go ahead, sir. 
You in the back? Yeah, we we just got a suggestion for uh, someone to start a wall of shame on Facebook. So when you see a company vehicle or some retard that mm-hmm. drives by you at 140 kilometer hours passing on a double solid, um, if you have the ability to do so safely, if you're a passenger, take a yeah, picture and say. post that on Facebook with a license plate as possible. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I've Guys, heard some legality I, I, issues. I, I'm, this. I'm down for for mocking and ridiculing as much as the next man, but. You guys got to realize, like, we start putting this stuff up on, on walls. Like, some people will take it to the extreme, as in, let's go damage that vehicle. Let's go beat him up so he won't do it again. Let's go fucking kill him. Like, uh, they meant. <laughs> I, I think the better solution is. Um, the better solution is if, if you see company vehicles that are speeding, driving aggressively. Report it to the company. I know that. Call the companies directly. Bingo. I have I have done that. I I wrote about one in a blog post uh, in February, uh, and basically I I uh, wrote about it and I contacted the company. And you know what? I got an email almost back immediately saying that they were going to have a meeting with all of their employees who travel on the sixty three. Absolutely. Wall of shame is good, guys. And that's contact and that's the companies yeah, directly. If you have time you to post it on Facebook, you know what? You got time to call the cops. If you got yep. license plates, don't post it on yep. Facebook and, and and just like I'm all for the passion of it, but let's. Get some things done with it that's legal. Yeah. And, and the RCMP can deal with it. You do a statement, and it doesn't matter if the RCMP don't catch the guy. As long as you got a plate number, they can still charge him. Yeah. They can still go the route. That's the, personally, that's the only way of getting people to, to, to correct their mistakes, right? Like, I'm sure if a mob goes down to this vehicle that was posted on Facebook and r- pushes over the car, I'm sure they'll get our point across. But come on. Yeah. Like, let's, Why would I don't it go know. to that extreme, though? Why wouldn't it? It could happen. It could happen. It very well, so. it very well. There's, you there's really don't think that? Intense no, feeling. If it didn't happen, if it didn't happen in the instance of, like, I mean, I'm sorry to harp on you on this, but if it didn't happen in the instance of the riots where some of the people that got, you know, they basically through Facebook, people posted them, gave them wall but of shame. But how can you say that it didn't? And, and the, what? How can you say that? Because there didn't? were no, there were, there was a lot no of, a lot of. Don't you think that would have made a lot of people that news? were charged in the um, Vancouver riots were actually have addresses outside of Vancouver. Yeah. A lot of the people that have charges. It's, it's so they weren't in the community to, anymore. Yeah, but nobody went to their house. <laughs> Tito, That's my point, is their house isn't in Vancouver. One, so. of, one of the things that I've heard about posting photos of license plates, etc., is there's some questionable legality to that. And, and, and it's a concern of privacy You know what I mean? Yeah, privacy like issues. Like, I mean, I think, I think that's something people have to be extremely cautious about. Well, and I just I want to caution people to keep this cause legitimate. <laughs> Yep. No, exactly. Don't That's legitimize right. it with stupid behavior. We, I'm we all for getting it. dirty, but like I don't know, like you can't, uh, you, you can't do shit. Getting dirty is being a part you of the vigil on like, uh, May fifth. Ruin someone's life, you know what I mean? Like outside. Well, that's of, right. And and Steve, normal. Steve has a point. We're we're memorializing all of the people who have died on the sixty three, and I don't want anyone to do anything that uh, <laughs> that harms that that that. Yeah, think about what the crash victims would want you to do, legitimately. So we got some questions. One question that's come up several times is when do the MLAs actually get sworn in? That's a really good question, and I actually don't have an answer to that. I do know that it's soon. <laughs> I know. Before we start, before we start this, uh, I really like the question and answer period. I think it's really cool. But I was just like, no offense to anyone here at the table, but I'm like, who's really the expert of who knows the answers? Someone has inside <laughs> we'll info. We're we'll self probably the next week. We're all y'all make some shit up. That's awesome. Okay, so apparently someone on the chat just said it's probably going to be next week. So there you go. Um, I know how... it's very quick. It's very soon. Okay, I know that. so obviously we seem to be pre- doing a pretty good job on Facebook, Twitter, etc. But you, one you, of you the... You were doing a good job. Well done. No, no, no. no, not, no the community. Not me specifically, oh, the oh, community. Sorry. But thanks. No. Um, we got, how do we effectively gather community support? 
by doing stuff that's uh, more positive. I, yes. I really honestly think, like, there's always going to be, like, I'm, I'm not even going to, like, uh, stereotype with the younger crowd, but there's always going to be people that want to go to the extreme. I'm probably one of them for the most things. Blockading the, the road, posting this kind of stuff. Like, like you don't want to do the extreme. You want to get the most amount of people. Mm-hmm. That includes the older people, people with kids. Like, I, I, if we do a rally downtown, I'll bring Kingston. Absolutely. He'll hold his little sign mm-hmm. and he'll be right I'll there. I'll bring my kids. Yeah. Show it, right? We're all talking if, about it right now, actually. Apparently, it's doing... on Family Safety Day. Yes, it is. Actually. It is. Yeah. That, that it works is. so it's, good. It's, yep. That flows it so perfectly, very well. right? But to me, like to rally as a community, the more the positive sport and wellness we center, do, everyone, just for those asking where it is. Okay. The more positive things we do, and the more people we can include of all age and demographics at a whole nine yards, that is what will get us you know, the communities. It's showing that it hasn't been forgotten, and that we're not going to forget that mm. that we are going to keep this going. That's the important thing: is is showing that this community isn't going to forget and isn't going to let it go. Right. I know I don't plan to let it go. No, that's right. I was going to comment as well earlier when we were talking about uh, the work truck speeding on the on the highways. I recommend to all the people that have all the all the companies that own fleet vehicles, there are devices that you can GPS get that absolutely. show you how fast the vehicle's going. Oh God, and if I've you've got by those a few times. Yeah, <laughs> don't tolerate it with your your, your employees. employees. If Just speeding so that on Highway 63, you stop my feed. The protest is not at the Syncrude Sport and Wellness Center. My bad. I was just reading what it said. The Family Safety Day is at the Sport Wellness the, Center. Yeah, the right? Family Safety Day is. But so, okay, someone tell me where the actual protest is. Guys, protest. I don't think anything's been officially confirmed. Go to the Facebook page. The Facebook page go. is called Highway 63 Protest and Morning of Crash Victims. Go there. I don't think a, an exact location. Oh, it's to be determined tomorrow. Thank you. There yeah. you go. It's not exactly It's still a week away. There. Keep your eye on it. Yeah, just go to that Facebook page. Just another question. Or keep an eye on Twitter. Oh, yeah, I got you. We got, okay, let's go, so let's go with the, let's go with the questions. Um, how do we keep the issue in the spotlight and keep it up? Okay, well, we just covered that. There yep, we just don't Next. forget. Just keeping it in the community. Uh, note that one doesn't make sense anymore. Note that one doesn't make sense anymore. Okay, has Redford made a statement? No, because she's Whoa, been what? on vacation. Redford has not made a statement as of oh. yet. We have to remember that this all happened on Friday. Yes. yes. Uh, it was a weekend. Um, mm-hmm. I do know that uh, Alberta Transportation and uh, Premier Redford's office and communications people have been contacted. Uh, and um, I'm anticipating that there probably will be some sort of statement made in the, in the very yes. next Yes, I'm expecting and that one is, tomorrow. I don't want an immediate reply. I want a considered, thoughtful yes. reply. Yeah. She doesn't have to resp- reply an hour later. I want her to think about her reply, and I want the rest of her caucus to think about this reply, because I don't want uh, any empty promises. True. Very true. But even something that says they acknowledge our outcries and are working on a plan, what I'd be happy with. Uh, To me, the silence can be absolutely deafening. And I think it is for the entire community, and it has been for so long. That's why things are blown up. But like I said, I I did appreciate the statement made by... uh, Don Scott and Mike Allen, which, by the way, I thought was really cool because they're co-signing their names for yes. it. Like, it's, to me, yeah, we have two ridings, but I think we're, we're one community. They represent uh, under this, two this community together. They represent this community together, perfect. without a doubt. Don't start going into the PC argument, guys, because that's just bullshit. That's just what I'm ranting for. Anyway, sorry, next question. Okay, next question. Um, what do we anticipate... Redford and the MLA's response to be? Well, we've already had a response from our from our local MLA's. They both issued a statement today. Uh, okay. As Totsky said, that they, they signed together and basically said that this is absolutely a, tro- a, a top priority for them and that this is an issue that they will be pushing forward when they uh, when they were actually sworn in. We have to remember that our MLA's haven't even been sworn in. They were elected mm-hmm. on Monday. Yeah, this happened on Friday. Yeah. Yes. This is all very new territory and, and uh, 
We'll see it's, where it goes. Redford has not made a has not made a statement as of yet. But again, as I said, I I don't want a quick statement. I want a considered, thoughtful uh, statement. Uh, I would add to that in the sense that if if it's going to be a cons- uh, a thoughtful statement, that I, I hear that a lot when like uh, a lot of politicians say we're, we're going to look into it, and you know it's a concern, etc. And um, I would, for one, I mean personal opinion, I would like to hear something like, okay, well, come July. This we're gonna have something solid. A for timeline you. plan. Yeah. yeah. Yes. There will, I'd yeah. like to hear a timeline. I would uh, actually because it's yes. easy enough to kind of say that, and then we'll get to it. We'll get yes. to it. I mean, I yeah. want to hear genuine commitment, and I want to hear a timeline. And I realize they may not be able to give an end completion date. It's going to be completely twinned by this date. This is done. But everything's. But I want to, staggered completion dates. Yes. Would be great. Yes. This and is how many milestones will have. Yep. This well, is what, how many kilometers. What does we'll that have. sound like, Tito? That sounds like a fucking normal project that everyone else in this yeah. world does. Why how many can't... normal projects get completed on time, One especially the, in this region, though? Yeah. But one of the reasons I wrote the letter to to uh, Tellus and Redford was because I wanted to make it clear that she was going to be she and her government are going to be held accountable. Yep. Um, and, and that was that yeah, was it. It was it was watching. my watching and waiting is what I said. I'm, we're watching, we're waiting, and we're going to hold them accountable and for, the for things that were said. And the timeline is about accountability. And as a yeah. community, Absolutely. that's what we should do. We should Absolutely. keep up the noise. Keep there, up the pressure. Keep up the noise. There's been yeah. too much swept under the carpet with this. There's been too few people knowing what's going on and such little progress that people are Well, people feel that they've been in the dark, and I think that's one of the reasons there's such anger, is people feel they're in the dark. Exactly, and we need to take a great great tip from the greatest man alive, Andy Dufresne. Wrote a letter, what was it, Tito, every day to to get those books for the prison library? Anyway, Mm -hmm. something like that. And after he got it, he wrote two letters. Two letters. Emails. Yeah. Emails is the simplest thing in the world. Keep sending them. Yep. If, if we get the masses that keeps flooding the email boxes, I think we'll get results. I, I really think so, do. too. I we, do. I believe we will get results. Do we got another question? Yep. Um, for Teresa, what provoked you to have your conversation that you did with Redford? I'm assuming that's in reference to what provoked you to write the letter. What provoked me to write the letter? Yes. Um, when I heard about the accident on Friday afternoon, I was, I was extremely upset. And, and um, I'm kind of an emotional person, and I was on the verge of tears. And uh, then when I heard that the seventh victim was, uh, was a young woman who died um, after she'd been pulled out of a burning vehicle... Um, I became very upset because I have two girls in my house. I have my 12-year-old daughter and my 14-year-old niece. We travel that highway all the time. And I thought about them dying at the side of that highway. And I thought, I haven't spent all of my life raising my 12-year-old daughter to the point where she is to lose her beside a highway. And um, when I wrote the letter on uh, Friday night, uh, I cried a good part of the time when I was writing it. It was extremely emotional for me. And I wrote to Alison Redford um, because I've met her. I wrote her as not just a citizen, but as, um, as a mom, mom to mom. She has a daughter who's just a couple of years younger than mine. Mm-hmm. And I wrote her mother, mother to mother saying, this is, uh, this is what I face in my community, and I'd like to, uh, to share it with you. Absolutely. That's... It, was, it was the photograph for me that really made it real. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have any children of my own, but I do have a black truck. And just the visual, I don't know, of just seeing uh, how many times I've had close calls myself on that highway, just seeing... A black truck just completely in flames. It me, scares the shit out of you. To me, it was logging on to Mark's Facebook after I found out it was him. Like, I know this is going to sound morbid, and I'm really not like trying to go for a joke or anything like that. But it, it reminded me of like looking at a Facebook of someone dying and literally seeing a post a few hours before the accident saying, "I really love life." You know what I mean? Like, it's such a slap in the face. Like, on his way to an ultrasound and I was talking to him the day before how excited he was that was what brought it down and as a mom that kills me they were expecting a baby yeah 
That's that's actually <laughs> it, just, it what, destroys me. That's what Completely. they just brought up. They said technically we should be calling it eight victims because a lot of people are calling for it. It is, and yeah, I, for I'm honest, headlines. it it should be it should be eight victims. I completely agree. Well, Mark but, certainly wasn't just robbed of his wife. No, he wasn't. He was robbed of his literal his life. He's robbed of his life. And I don't I don't want to say that with blame directed at the the other vehicle. And I want I want people to take no. this it, it really to heart. Is that no matter what information comes out of this, and when they finally do publicly identify these people, nobody wanted this to happen ever. It was no. an accident, and maybe uh, surely a preventable one. But I think that that just means stepping forward. I don't think it means that we should be placing any blame. It's tragic. It's the unfortunate. It happened, but nobody wanted this to happen. No one wanted this to be happen. Positive. Be Absolutely. positive as a community. It's the best thing we can do is have they this need make support change. Too. Have this um, make change. Have this do something. Need support as well. This whole community needs to rally support behind those Mark. Families. Rally behind Timothy, the, the child. Rally behind and rally behind as a community to get results. Okay, so someone just said double yellow line up a hill. Apparently, it's being. It's been said that it was actually a dotted line when the person was crossing over into the other lane. So yeah. while you were saying yes, blame the other vehicle, just calm down a minute. Don't. Because, no. like I said, uh, the, the first thing that. We're not putting blame down on anybody. We're not putting blame yeah. on no one. Uh, like I said, I loved it when the RCMP, RCMP said alcohol and speed were not a factor. And to me, right then and there. Guys, let's stop fucking blaming let's people. Let's stop playing yeah, the blame game. It was an accident. Y- you know, it doesn't matter. I, that's displaced <laughs> anger. I, I get it. I understand where it's coming from. But it's not constructive. It's not helpful. And Okay, one more time. we got time okay, for yeah. two more questions, okay, and then we're going to do some um, wrap-ups. I just wanted to throw out a comment that I read on our chat, which actually says, um, I don't know who it is because you don't have an actual name attached to it, but they said... Where is it? I can't count how many hugs I've given my kids over the past weekend. We drive that highway off enough. And you could not be more right. Like Absolutely. It could have it been anyone. It, it could have been anyone in the world. And I, I don't know. I lay in bed last night and I was staring at the ceiling and couldn't even comprehend. Couldn't comprehend it at all. No. No, you can't. You can't. What else we got? Okay. Um, next question. Okay, what do we do until twinning to keep it safe and stop le- Spread reckless driving? The word Spread the word. Yeah. Agreed. And don't put up with anybody that you know. I don't care if it's best friend or fiance. Report and aggressive drivers. There you go. Report it to Call the authorities. Call the Everyone company. says Call whatever it takes. Everyone's calling upon the don't government for enforcement, up. which I will agree. Mm-hmm. The citizens yep. can help. We all have a responsibility. Yeah, we can. We all have a responsibility. Guys, if you have time to take pictures uh, of people and post them on a Facebook site as a wall of shame, you got time to call the cops. Yeah. you got time to report a company vehicle. Yep. Even if you don't have the information, a company vehicle, like anyone that works out in their own sense or even anywhere has been through these lectures and toolbox talks where yep. we don't have the exact... Safety is such a huge concern while on the job at site. Exactly. This is is a huge thing that they've been talking about all evening is that we, while we're at work, we get preached and preached and preached and preached about being safe at work. What makes you think that outside of work you can be dangerous? Interestingly enough, um, on the drive home, I mean, um, both a negative and a positive point. Uh, the, The negative, of course, being that not two days after the incident, there are still people speeding on the highway. I, I intentionally, you know how some people just go, you know, 105, 110, which they consider consider lax. I intentionally this trip decided to go about 100, 102, no, yeah. nothing past that, just to see um, and see what was going on on the highway. Sure enough, you know, people are still passing each other very yeah. aggressively on solids. Uh, it doesn't really matter. But uh, on the flip side of that, 
I saw no less than eight uh, RCMP patrollers Good. on the highway, and at least four people got pulled over. We, so. we discussed this earlier, Tito. I think the issue with this is there's a lot of people who think it's never going to happen to you. There are seven people who died on Friday who didn't think this was going to happen to them. Yeah. Well, and I think that's, that's a really right? important thing to keep in mind. You never think it's going to happen to you or your family until Nobody it does. Nobody who's ever had an uh, accident on a highway has ever thought it was going to happen to them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. One more question before we wrap this up. I think that's what we've got at the moment. Um, okay, so we had a big stream of what people, what um, our friends in the chat. Oh, can someone invite Redwood to Red the Redford to drive up to address the protest? That would be nice. Um, you all have her email now. Yep. And you know what? Sure why, she... why don't we issue everybody issue an invitation? Email her. Everyone issue yeah. an invitation yeah, do to, it. Come to Fort McMurray. And, do it. Uh, but no, it's not come to Fort McMurray. Drive the highway. It's drive. Drive, drive, drive to Fort McMurray. To Fort McMurray. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. With eyes open the whole time. Guys, final thoughts. I just stick to keeping this uh, in the news. Stick to keeping this uh, in your conversations. Face. I was walking around the trade show today earlier at McDonald Island Park. And I walked by no less than four conversations about the crash. And I know that that's because it's recent, but I think that uh, that should be happening yeah. a month from now. That should be happening at the end of the summer. That's right. Continue talking yeah, about this gonna, accident and all the others that have happened nope. and um, put the pressure on. Yeah. That's my final thought. Exactly. And drive safe. Do not forget. Come together as a community. Come together in positive ways to make change. Um, we can do this as a community together. We've done some tremendous things in this community um, that I don't think would happen anywhere else in, in this country. We can do this. We can come together as a community and make this happen. We're all just so tired of this. Ashley? Enough. It's enough. Ditto. Amen. Etc. Sorry. I'm trying to keep up with what everyone's saying on here. But yeah. No. Um, keep it in the news. Keep it legal. Keep it safe is what someone has just said on the chat. Agreed. And it's so true. The more we talk about it, the more we keep it in the air and everything and like someone has just said the police presence might die down pretty soon but not if we keep calling them that's right not if not Mm -hmm. if we keep this in the air talk to your friends about it talk to your kids about it get your kids talking at school to each other like everything keep it keep it public um a lot of you have actually suggested um starting up bumper stickers which I, is a good idea because that'll keep it out yeah. here. Like, there, how often I do we sit there's in traffic? An idea that was being um, uh, shopped around online of um, people with a uh, quick sign explaining why they're driving 100 kilometers an hour on that road specifically, or, or to the speed limit, yeah, and well, explaining because I've lost this person, or because I know this person, or mm-hmm. you know, a, an actual personal connection to why. Don't pass me like a jackass like, because I'm driving this for a reason. I like this, I like this sticker yeah. idea because uh, when the community lost a couple of, of, uh, of younger people, yes. uh, Rock and uh, I can't remember their full names. Sorry, guys. I really do apologize. But their stickers are everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes a statement. Roth. Right? Rock and Roth. Rock and Roth. Sorry, guys. Uh, Rock and Roth. But we, we see their stickers everywhere because this community does not want to forget them. And, right, and rightfully so. What? Okay, one of the bumper stickers that we've had come up in the chat was Drive Slower, My Child Was Killed by a Driver Like You. Let's uh, okay. Yeah. In order to get yeah. organized, uh, I will take the reins, or I'll, I'll organ, I'll help organize the stick, the bumper sticker project. If someone just emails me with some ideas, or whoever had the idea to begin with, I'll I'll push it through, or I'll help push through. Let's let's get this one done because I I love it. I, I, I want to see idea. twin sixty three. Oh, say sixty three stickers are being printed by NWT Promotions. Contact. Ashley Saint, I'm sorry, I can't say your there you last go. name. Safe 63, awesome. Smart 63, we'll find Twin some 63. We'll go, through, we'll go through the chats afterwards. We'll get open and we'll repost the thank you for Facebook. Uh, Tito, Matt, some final thoughts? Uh, yeah. Um, 
my thoughts on this whole incident are that, um, uh, like you guys uh, echoed throughout the podcast, is that uh, uh, fear, anger, and hate uh, can be blinding, and uh, more more than that, uh, it can be crippling. So, uh, what I would say is, if anyone, if anyone that has those feelings because of this incident, is uh, I know it's a hard thing to do, but it to stay positive, positive, being positive is what causes change, is what causes action, and if you can stay positive, it's it's actually what's going to cause this to stay in people's minds, but long past what's happened here, and uh, on top of that, I just would like to say that regardless of your creed or background or religious religion uh, or what you believe in, my thoughts are with uh, the families that have lost people and uh, with the, the people that we've lost uh, during the incident. And I wish all the strength in the world to the survivors because um, they're going to need it, and I hope the community can be strong for them. We're, they're going to need our support. Absolutely. Eddie? No, just that this, this has been a difficult discussion, and uh, there's been tears, and there's been close to tears. So uh, hopefully this becomes and continues to be productive, and uh, don't let anyone forget. Um, keep it in the media. Keep talking about it on Twitter. There's been, uh, I mean, there's been some very few dry eyes here around the dining room studios, but I've got to think about um, the huge response that we've had. I know so many people are listening live right now, and um, there's got to be some not dry eyes out there in the community as well. So uh, I want to say thanks to everybody who's yeah. who's listening in for this first live yeah. podcast. Guys, this was our first live podcast we've done. There were some hiccups, uh, and there's going to be, I appreciate everyone for uh, for tuning in, for listening in. Um, I've always said it, uh, the Wyman podcast has changed my life, and I believe uh, it affects, I, I, like to, I like to believe, I like to hope that uh, it plays a role in this community by having these uh, discussions uh, Hopefully we can do them in the future. We'll, we'll look at doing that, the chat thing. As much as I absolutely love the chat, I think it was more directed as everyone chatting with everyone, not just directed towards us yep. here at the table. It was kind of everyone talking to everyone. Yeah. Yep. And uh, if, uh, this being our first one, it can only get better from here, guys. And, uh, and uh, Keep the discussion going. That's all right. Keep the discussion going. I think right now uh, we've got to keep the pressure on the, the government, that what we want. And I think as a community, we need to rally behind the survivors uh, of the latest incident and any future ones as well. And I think we need to put pressure on each other in the community. Absolutely. Yeah. Drive safer and That's right. take more responsibility on that road. Guys, from the bottom of my heart, thank you very much. For the YMN Podcast, I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. I'm Steve. I'm Teresa. I'm Ashley. Matt. We'll see you next set. YMN Podcast is a T-Man Entertainment production. In association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find us at hyperphotonicmedia.com. Fuck.